Gentlemen, start your engine. Good afternoon, radio. For those who don't know, Radio Hotler. Thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Sorry about the uh, um, um, technical goodies. Radio Hotler. Hot, 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 hot. Oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. G'day viewers and welcome to Radio Hotland, episode 163, that light heart, zany podcast that takes a look at motor racing, cool emerging technology, gadgets and barbecues, and today, morning donuts. Morning donuts? We haven't even stopped yet. How can we be having morning donuts already? Well, by the time we get to the stop spot, we'll yep. be having donuts. We probably will. And viewers, the first morning show ever. It is the first morning show ever. In fact, it's the first show we've ever done prior to, well, prior to any time in the morning really, but it's only 8.15 for God's sake. En route to Bathurst. En route to Bathurst indeed. We've uh, left sunny Adelaide on a beautiful morning, on the Wednesday morning, um, heading to Melbourne to uh, greet the Fogoir who's not expecting myself. No. He's expecting you. Fogwar's expecting me to drive over on my own and then the two of us drive up to Bathurst together and meet you uh, Friday morning because um, you're driving straight up from Sydney. But actually, you're not driving straight up from Sydney because you're here with me now. That uh, brought me to Adelaide with treasure. <laughs> That's right, with K-Fong. Champers on the plane. <laughs> You no, don't even need a drink. I don't. No, I don't. Yeah. It's hard doing a show without a beer in your hand, I'll tell you. Well, uh, at least you steady, steady hands. True, on very steady. Yeah. Very good there, right on the speed limit. Yeah. Good work. Um, as we Barker. And speaking of Barker. Yes. The dogs. That was the real reason why I had to go back to Adelaide, because the dogs, viewers, had got a sore back. Yeah. And um, poor little fellow was very, very sick. Well, she was very down. And the problem with sausage dogs, when they get a sore back, they can't do their business. And if they don't do so, she was sent off to the, um, the, the dog shop. The dog and shop. Uh, <laughs> was uh, presented with a jab in the nape of the neck, uh, which has already given her a huge amount of relief. And she's on a four-week course of this. But as she arrived she's this morning, she was happy dogs. Yeah, she was definitely a lot perkier today than she was when I dropped in yesterday, Hardy. That's for sure. As we listen to the radio... There was Big Russell Ingalls speaking tough. Yeah, he was indeed. Winnie or Binny, he said, and I, my sort of, you know, in my usual flippant manner, I said, "Well, looks like it'll be in the bin then, Russell." Yeah, he's here to win it. <laughs> not here to, not here for a haircut, sandwiches, right. all that stuff, you know. <laughs> I'll be walking around with my nose too because we'd get too mobbed. Um, and uh, yeah, so they're they're revving up already on the radio. Which is good to hear, actually, because as Fogwas puts uh, so correctly, uh, mainstream media doesn't uh, embrace motor racing events enough. And um, you know, here we are on the Wednesday prior to the great race, and they're already getting mainstream media coverage on the breakfast show, no less. So, I reckon? Absolutely. Looking forward to it. And I don't mind a bit of a road trip. We've done this is the second road trip we've done this year. Yes, it is. Yeah. Over Bathurst 12 hour last time. We did the Bathurst 12 hour and then we drove back with the dogs. We did, after Marcus Akanovic's 30th birthday party. That's right, to cultural ride home to find I'm single again. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no phone anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
didn't have an iPhone before I left Melbourne, but there you go. Oh. Yep. Oh. I've got a new iPhone 4 now, viewers, and loving it. Yes, they are much better, but we haven't got, we haven't got all the tech time yet. No, we haven't, but I just thought I'd throw that in. What, are you capping the last events, last few days of events, Friday night? Friday night. Now, you had a big night probably be making an official announcement about the official announcement that you weren't going to make before because it would have been too early to make an official announcement and you couldn't give the game away. Yes, that, that that's fair, that on uh, on Friday night at the RSPCA ball at Sofitel on Collins, the little sausage, rusty sausage, has become the canine fame along with the lovely Susie Wilkes, who's becoming the face of a doctor pet as opposed to the canine face. Yes. And um, the human face. The human face behind it. And Susie is um, a huge supporter of um, you know, of the artist PCA and has always been, you know, tirelessly involved with the prevention of, you know, cruelty and, and ownership. So that's pretty exciting. Um, and with that we've announced that the new company machinery yes. is building the official adopter pet iPhone app and the Million Paws Walk app, which is going to be pretty exciting because we're going to put a bit of augmented reality into that and there'll be a treasure hunt and basically it'll be Facebook for dogs. The top secret stuff that Hardy's been working on all this time, viewers, that we that we couldn't tell you anything about, we would have had to shoot you. Yes. It's finally all revealed. That's it. Lovely, lovely offices in Sydney, in Walsh Bay. Um, beautiful offices. So it's a whole high-tech startup with a team that's coming together and stole all the best people out of the right spots. <laughs> <laughs> CSIRO and Vodafone, iPhone team, yeah, pretty exciting stuff. So we'll probably be um, having a little bit of stickerage on Uncle Al's helmet. Accidentally, uh, he's got two two in-car cameras with Greg Murphy in the Castrol car for Bathurst. Yes. Um, the front of his helmet's going to be RSPCA, Adopter Pet, and um, Machinery.com.au. And if you're interested in the iPhone, yeah, it's because we're building them for nothing. For them, but there is a, a strategy behind that. That makes commercial sense. I'll try and work it out. <laughs> keep, <laughs> the invest, keep the investors yeah. happy. That's right. But um, trust me, trust me on this. They have so far. <laughs> um, yeah, it'll be pretty exciting. Yeah, but, 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 but what's I going to say? What's I going to say? You're going to say something about stickerage and uh, oh, yeah. uh, machinery. Oh, machinery. And register your interest in the apps, and we'll uh, we'll notify you when they're available for uh, enjoyment. And you don't have to be a dog a doctor. Because there's all sorts of interesting things that we're building into that app. If maybe you've got a, a, a little boy or a little girl and they're, they're tugging on your arm going, Mummy, Daddy, can I have a dog? Can I have a cat? You have to say, well, you're responsible. Well, that's going to be fun because we've got some very cool responsibility tests. Location-based, yes, location-based tests. Because the iPhone, the iPad, and all these things. And even iPod touches know yes. where you are if you're on, if you're on, the, uh, on the network connection. Should be really, really fun. So go there and, uh, and register your love for us. There you go. And pets. Shame. <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> but it'll come back to haunt us. Well, Al, Al really has the best chance ever, I think, of, of, of doing Absolutely. good. Absolutely, I think he definitely does, yes. For those viewers who aren't quite aware, but you probably will be by the time you hear the podcast, Al is in the car with uh, Greg Murphy. Um, Not at the same time. It's been a done deal for uh, absolute uh, Bathurst journeyman. I mean, he's, he's served his time there. He still holds the lap record for the uh, for the fastest qualifying lap. And um, he hasn't had a great season thus far, but uh, certainly 
in just about every race this year uh, where he's uh, ignoring the ones where he's DNF'd of course but uh, <laughs> despite the fact that he's generally started a reasonable amount back he's always managed to come up through the field and if ever there's a place that you're able to do that this has got to be it. Yeah, the weather is a bit uh, iffy, or that's what they say. Well, yeah, they said that uh, it's it's going to be a wet race on Sunday, they oh, reckon already. You know that it ends up coming down to a 10 lap sprint anyway, order, for the last yep. for the last bit, and um, yeah, it, it's actually pretty exciting stuff. So, um, looking forward to that, but yeah, uh, the deal that, that sealed, you know, Al getting on, coming on board there, because yes. it was, there was a bit of a recommendation from, from Roland Dane, I understand, because it's an engine transfer... Yes, right. Going on there with Paul Morris, Paul Morris or something, yep. and you know, there's a big swap around here, you know, <laughs> salt and spices, <laughs> and something like that. Was um, a, a, a big batch of Molendite extra soft sent down from Murph. Is that wrong? In case there was any, you know, sudden exit from pit lane with the hose stuck in the fuel. Yeah, well, we'll fuel, know. You know, be yeah. a five minute dummy's been in the toilet. <laughs> so, Al's come from. Yes, but not his mobile phone. No, no, because he no decided mobile. to leave that, that That's a very clever thing for a yeah. guy to come all the way around the world and then be incommunicado once he gets to Australia. And then when when provided with a replacement iPhone minus Sans SIM, yes. it was all too hard to go and get a SIM. Yeah, I mean, because he's staying at Paul Morris's operation at Morwell. And of course that's such Morwell. in the middle. Well, it's not middle even a supermarket nearby that you can go and pick up a prepaid SIM. He's captive. Well, he's, no, he's, he's, he's got no car, no. He's, he's tied up. He is. No legs, can't walk around the shop. No, that's right. Someone cut him off. That's right. Have you, have you cooked his bacon yet? <laughs> no, I haven't cooked his bacon yet. I've told him he's not getting bacon. Well, that's because he will not be gracing the Canopy Tower environment with even a better Wi-Fi signal than Media Centre. And <laughs> <laughs> a nice view. A um, stunning view, no It's hardly even worthwhile going to the track. <laughs> if we had some powerful binoculars, we'd be laughing. It's just got a big TV. <laughs> to Callington. It is. And that's where the planes land. There is a small airport with Callington. Because they were flying over the local Grand, Grand Carnival. Carnival, which has been delayed for a year. Which isn't on last weekend or this weekend because it's not on this year and it's not on next year even. It's been put on ice until 2012. Which is all a bit... Yeah, and classic Adelaide's cancelled as well as everyone gone broke or embezzling. Well, they must be, because, uh, although, I mean, there's a few people supposedly have put their hands up for Classic Adelaide, but obviously that was never going to happen this year. But, uh, yes, we are in this bit of a lull over here in South Australia at the moment, with no low before Grand Carnival and no um, no Classic Adelaide leading up to Christmas. Um, it's a, it's a, what do we do? We do this Bathurst weekend and we've got nothing after that. But you've got to leave us. True. What, for this week? No, for... For a classic. Well, there's a good point, actually. Maybe I could use that to fly over Sydney for the last race of the season. Oh, I don't think you'd want to go out there. There'd be something much more interesting to go and see. Not at Homebush? No. Well, it depends. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's Keithy, Jack, Keithy Ellsgood's 200th. 200th? It is. 200 races. The second race of this weekend out of the three is his 200th uh, year race. To wit, to wit, to wit, to wit, Zakanovic said. <laughs> they took me f- <laughs> Wow. Nice one, Zuka. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
about Jackie. Uh, look, Jackie will be a happy, happy chappy. Yes. All he's got to do is just try and get a couple of wins under his belt just to crawl back up to the very top of the ladder, unable to just take that last little bit to get a win. Well, it should be an interesting show we get up there. It's all about getting the people in the, in the right spot, but we've got Ryan Briscoe to catch up with. Oh, that's true, yes. And, um, and then I suppose Jack and then yeah. Alan and, yeah. and Zuka and oh, maybe someone random like Chris Pither so yeah. he can talk about buskets. Buskets. And, and, and trouble in Dunedin. <laughs> I'm Dunedin, no biscuits. The old road to subsidence. What's the story with this bit, JP? This As we go out near past Monato Zoo. Yes, this is uh, this is that famous or infamous even <laughs> Bay of Biscay soil that we get patches of here in Stroke. <laughs> it is it's a certain soil type and it's referred to as Bay of Biscay soil. <laughs> and it is very plastic and it's constantly moving. And hence you get the ructions in the road. Oh, so it's been brought all the way from a Frenchland. <laughs> it was first discovered there. <laughs> They travelled the world to find sister soil. That's right. Bay of Biscay. It's called Bay of Biscay. Look it up, viewers. Google it. (laughs) In fact, I'm going to have to Google it for Hardy now just to prove it to him. (laughs) But it is all a bit bouncy along this section of the freeway. You're quite correct. Nearly got magpie. Yeah. The low-flying Maggie thought he'd cut across the front and then thought better of it. Saw Fogues wasn't in the car. <laughs> That's right. Decided there was nobody Fogues to Fogues was off. about 300 kilometres ahead of us, picking up railway sleepers <laughs> <laughs> on the entry to Horsham. Yes. He remembers that area. Wooden ones and putting the concrete ones down. He remembers that area because he's had trouble with the law down there. Yeah. at the nil courtroom. When he got diverted. Arguing the point of... of no point of arguing. That's right. Speeding, and that was the end of it. Yep. And uh, but uh, had to argue the point, and then moral victory of some form. A moral victory. A moral. A moral. Well, it's quite a pleasant day, isn't it? Well, what are we having for breakfast? I don't know. What do you reckon? Well, I'm, 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 I'm thinking of a steak sandwich. A steak sandwich? Well, I'm thinking of a bacon and egg. No. Yeah, so you always go to stay. You can't. always go to stay. too early to have bacon and egg early in the morning. But I, well, where would you have it? We'll have it at the BP at Taylor Bend. The go to the BP this time, though, not the Shell. Oh, the one across the road. Yes. Do you right. think there's a better chance of... I think there's a, just le- a nicer meal there. A nicer server up chance breakfast gristle. A bit uh, pre-cooked, stuck between two bits of bread and put in the warmer type of deal. Well, Will Power managed to not win yeah. the uh, Indy title Indeed. Um, with Dario Franchini coming out on top. Yeah. Very uh, disappointing. And yeah, well he crashed out, didn't he? Yeah. Passing out, I think. Sorry. Yeah, I think it was, yeah. Oh dear. Never mind. But he had five wins of the season, but... Uh, you know, if you look it's back... a damn fine year, though. Damn you fine. You can't, damn smart. You can't knock him. He's, he's well, this time last year, he was right he was battling an injury, recovering from an injury from that crash um, at Laguna Seca. And um, yes. for a drive, after he'd got back in the car and then 
Helio Castroneves had his tax evasion thrashed yes. by the southern states. The southern states. Speaking of southern states, yes. I'm loving the fact that the national is over there working his guts out, getting nowhere. He's <laughs> ready for his trip back in December. <laughs> and he'll come back with no money. Well, he won't be able to buy us anything, but then again, no, he won't, won't notice any difference. <laughs> Uh, credit where credit's due, he did send me a t-shirt. That's right. But we Send it back for it. with Dennis. He did pay for it. Said, oh, I have visited the mother mothership. Should be able to... Genuine s- Apple one. Right. Um, with other boring people. Okay, and then do you think we might manage a show, or do you think that's the unlikely? Oh, I think that there will be a show, but there'll, right. be, there'll be an entourage. An entourage. Not the Microsoft variety. Um, it could be. Others. Others. Oh, do you think so? Like a father, maybe? A father might be there. Yeah. Uh, the, the Dennis is okay. Is yeah. that right? Dennis is bigger. Dennis knows enough to... Just enough. Dennis is always a while. what else has been happening? What's been happening in Techland? Just not much, really. There's nothing sort of earth-shattering been going No, actually, there we go, viewers. This is where... This is one of those things where you heard it first on Radio Hot Lap. I saw this article last week, only last week, in the mainstream media. I think it was a Fairfax article. Uh, it's probably still online if you look it up. And it was something about the craziest 12 tech gadgets, blah, blah, blah. And the toilet with <laughs> built-in iPod player that, that we previewed back in whatever show it was it about was, three it years was ago. Trapper, yes. you bring it up. Yeah, but it was three years ago. Well, it was in this article. Like it was something current. And it's like, get out of here, boys. That's old news. Well, I'm just trying to think what's been going on. What actually has been going, going on. Tech-wise. Um, yeah, Lotus are going to, apparently going to be using a Red Bull gearbox. Not that you're really interested. I mean, gearbox. For some what? Yeah, but I mean... if they good gearboxes? Well, they must be, mustn't they? I reckon Mark Webber would rate them fairly highly. Yeah. Well, that's, that's interesting. That I wonder interesting. Who, I wonder what happens there. Do, do Red Bull develop their own gearboxes internally and then yeah. sell them out? I would have thought there would be a, like a supplier like Ricardo or someone like that building the gearboxes for them. Well, maybe they're building them for them, but maybe they're built to do the, to do the business. The Japanese Grand Prix this weekend. Is it? Yes. Um, that's going to be a, a pretty important one. Yeah, look, sorry, but I've forgot the points breakdown for F1. How many points is it for a win? Is it 15 or 10? It's 15 now. Right, OK. So yeah, he's got 11 points. New it's 11 yeah. points. So he can't have a DNF yet, right? So he, he's, got a, he's got a good a good buffer, but he needs to buffer up a bit more. Well, yeah, and he needs to make sure that he finishes definitely and uh, wins preferably. Can you get in the, in the quiet lane? No, sorry. Come on. We're on the we're on the course chip gravel yeah, special. But, it's, but, it's but it not finishes not. at the end here. Where? Just up here. Well, what can't you see, see the How much quieter is that? That is a lot quieter. And when we get pulled over by the cops for sitting in the outside lane, I'll just say, oh, sorry, officer, Hardy was upset about the noise because we're doing a podcast. Now, something, something strange, I haven't really delved into this, but uh, Tony Fernandez 
one of the uh, one of the, the, the bosses there. And you see, you see the boss of Virgin? The Lotus called for the removal of blue flags to indicate passing. Why? In Formula One. Well, I'm going to drill into it. And that's been now backed by Sir Richard Branson. Um, and well, what would he know? Other than he's a sponsor. Well, he, he, he can't even make a... Talking of tech, he can't even make a computer system that bloody keeps the bookings alive. Oh, it's an outsource. No, it's, it's been managed by Accenture. Yes. Which have outsourced it to another couple of, like, Indian students. Indian students. <laughs> oh, oh, back on the noise again. Okay, so... According to Autosport magazine... Drivers are paid to overtake, whether or whether they are back markers, back, back markers, or at the front. He said that back in May. Yeah. It'd be good for the sport if we got rid of the blue flags. In the, in the days of Ken Tyrrell, he would never let a car pass. Never, <laughs> never, <laughs> never. Well, can you go over on the quiet stuff, Stuart? Now look at that. <laughs> you said that last time. It doesn't make much difference. I'm sure the viewers can barely hear it. And Richard Branson went on to say that. He felt that the sport would be more entertaining without them. Um, if they didn't have blue flags, some of the more established teams would not like it. But it's a racetrack, and they should not have been told to pull over. It's all very easy to say when you're one of the back markers that's getting overtaken and having the blue flag waved at you. But if you're up the front, at the pointy end, doing the business, and you come up behind someone to lap them, you want the reassurance of a marshal waving a blue flag so that that person in that slower car knows that. Well, I think it's more likely that the flags will stay. I think you're probably I think right. it's traditional. Yeah, well, it's not just traditional. It just makes sense from a safety point of view. Well, but also, you've got to think about what will happen to all those blue flag wavers. No, no, no. There's only one. They're special blue people. Right. Because they have to be extremely on the ball. Right. Like to see so they don't wave the oil flag or no, the no, red flag no, or the safety no, car no, or anything no, like that. So they get to someone else. Only focus on the blue right, flag. Okay. And you know what would where where would they be? The Society of Blue Flag Wavers. I don't know. As we travel over in there, isn't it there great is. to see that the Coorong is filling up? In fact, I flew in the other day, because that's usually the way you get in an aircraft, <laughs> and there was water in Lake Alexandrina. Yes. Big time. Which means the Wooden Boat Festival is coming to Gorwa again. It will be. And that means summer holidays. And the Black Teeth Arcade Hotel has been hired down in Counter Bay. Oh, is that right? <laughs> Ooh, okay. Ooh. Did you find out about that on Saturday night? Didn't I, found you? Out, I found out that it's, it's happening. But it's all organised. Very good. When a tapanyaki show was held at uh, House of Sausage on Scampy Tales. Scampy Tales. Well, up the road at the at the, at the fresh food shop, um, they had scampy tails, not scampy heads. Right. The tails. Yeah. And they were very fleshy. Are they not nice big ones? They were no, not not massive. Right. But they were not um, expensive. And they were extremely tasty and very mm. tender. You've never cooked scampy tails for me? I've, I've never cooked scampy tails before at all. Oh, there you go. So maybe we can look forward to that for the um, 
for the Orion show when he fits us in between 7.15 and 7.30. Absolutely, because, yeah. you know, he hates shellfish. He does too. Oh, yeah, yes, he. Come over for nothing. <laughs> oh, and there's someone on their way to Bathurst towing their caravan here. They're Winnebago. I've had Winnebago. a phone call. I've yes. had a phone call from my good friend Greg Russell. Yep. Who's um, turned sixty last year. To say you're going to be seeing a bit more of me. Right. Said, what was that? He goes, my wife's left me. Really? Oh, all this time? All Forty years. Yeah. And that's bizarre. Oh, I just find me out of gutful. <laughs> I've, and so Greg is coming up to Bathurst. In a Winnebago. In a Winnebago. A seven metre Winnebago. Seven metre? Or seven litre? Seven, seven metre. Oh, seven metre. Winnebago. I'm just like a big Indian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you got lots of money. That's right. <laughs> so he's made in the shape. And he's going to back up. He'll be a mess. Well, my mate Gillen's coming up in a Winnebago. They're actually leaving and driving through the night tonight from South Australia. And he's never been to Bathurst before. And he's got this mate of his, Chuck. And, uh... Chuck's father or mother or someone passed away in this Winnebago and he's trying to flog it to these guys so in order to give them a taste of how fantastic it is he's taking them all to Bathurst in it with a Penelope with a Penelope or three no doubt <laughs> are they all driving <laughs> in the Winnebago there's three there's three of them and Chuck's girlfriend apparently so four Where, all up in the Winnebago how big a Winnebago is it the full wazza well, how, how much does he want for it I don't know I haven't got a clue we have a look it's a we will we'll check it out when we get when he gets there and apparently they've got a um, a motorhome park organised at Can Bathurst. Can you put your lights on? They are. No, no, they're only on little lights. No, no, no it specifically says... Like, I don't care what it says. We've done that. We've had that problem before with you. Just turn it on. No. What? what? I just refuse. No, no. Why? Why? Please put your lights on. My driving lights are on. That's good enough. They're, they're just a little... What? Will it wear them out? I still see them. No, it won't wear them out. You know that I have turned... They're hello, and you didn't know. <laughs> and then you had the shits about. Hello, John. <laughs> so they're all right. They won't get worn out. Hi, hi, act. Hi, hi, act, indeed. It's a funny name, Taylor Bend. What's well, the story? Aboriginal, and it's the bend in the river. Was <laughs> that right? Yeah. I didn't know that. And it is a. And in fact, if we go to the BP, you can actually stand out the back and see the river flowing past. So there you go. And well, there's actually a ferry in Taylor Bend that a lot of people don't even know. The new Apple TV is available. I don't it know is. if it's available in Australia. Um, what's and even it? if it was, would anything be working? But yes, it, it, it is available in Australia, and it should be. I believe we're expecting our first shipment at the end of this week, because they did say the end of September originally. Well, it's uh, some have got not only it working functionally on a. Uh, iPod Touch, which uses a framework called Low Tide. They've actually managed to break it open to accept apps. Um, although, whilst the apps can be installed, there's no mechanism to launch the apps. But, but then, you know, Steve... This is because it's running the A4. I love Corn Maze Jobs <laughs> has said that uh, it's a possibility that we would open the Apple TV to apps later on. So that's uh, probably to know. Well, it probably is too, because it's that, that conjures up all connected to the computer and the totally wired household type deal, you know. 
So, well, I think Eddie's coming up for breakfast time, and then afterwards we have to talk about a bit of it, something that got denied strenuously, and then has um, reared its head. Oh. And that is Facebook making a phone. So, yeah. uh, after, 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 break. after a break, after a morning lunch, and also why Nokia's doomed to failure. Yeah, well, they're not looking good, are they? Well, it's because they hire people with weird surnames. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we'll get there soon. We will, viewers. We'll just take a break, viewers. Hey, can you get on the clock, Tom? Well, we're back, viewers, from a very, very nice breakfast. JP, I have to say, that was the best steak sandwich I've had for a long time. Clean greens and tomato, a little bit of illegal cheese. You know, on, on a plain one, but not an iota of gristle and great coffee. Yeah, absolutely stunning coffee, yeah. The coffee was excellent. So, and my bacon and egg sandwich was very, very pleasant too. So, it's always a good spot, that one. And we did actually get to see the bend. We did. The Talem bend at such. We did indeed. Well, I'm going to just have my... I'm just going to have my concoctions. Concoctions? You, know was, you wouldn't believe what I can see from here. Apart from the road in front of me, of course. Hardy's got this box of bloody pills. I don't know how many pills there are there. But they're obviously all, you know, n nothing illegal. Have a smell. All the, oh, all <laughs> those natural herbal bloody this, that and the others and, you know, stuff like that. Do you want to know what they're all for? Yeah, tell me. Tell okay, the viewers. All right. Tell the viewers what they're all for. Okay, so the orange ones, or the sort of the big orange ones, yeah. these are vitamins which are actually right. pretty, pretty handy. I'm not sure I'll that thing there. Is that going to stay there? I don't know. Just well, drive smoothly. Like, find out. Drive smoothly. Okay, that's, so that's the centrum. That's the centrum. That's just for, you know, yeah, keeping your... Yeah, vitamins. Yeah, that's fine. Now, these green ones, light green, yeah. are Swiss. I would have said they were yellow, actually. Okay. Liver detox. Liver detox. You want some? Is that just to negate the effects of all the red wine? Absolutely. Right, okay. All right. So we're having one of each or two of each? One of the uh, central. One of the central. Two of the liver. Swiss. Because the liver needs the nose. What? Oh, they look gnarly. What are they? Penis enlargement. Okay. <laughs> no, wrong colour. Um, What's that bloody thing you're digging out now? <laughs> <laughs> this is for brain and memory. Ah, that's just your uh, fish oil. Yeah, yeah I take fish oils. I'm special fish oils. Even I take fish oils. Non-herbalist of the group. Do you remember? What? Do you ever remember to take them? No, I never remember anything. That's why, that's <laughs> no, why they're I not working. Because if I didn't take them, I wouldn't remember a damn thing. I will not have any of those. Right. They're sleeping tablets. Oh, right. Are they? Well, they're not sleeping. Are they the herb and they're just sleeping. Yeah. Right. Lady's still been taking those other... Um, <laughs> you mean you're getting a good night's sleep? <laughs> and she's not witching about me snoring. It's got to be a double bonus. What is she witching about? <laughs> she's not witching about anything. You're having to talk to me on FaceTime. <laughs> yeah, except there was no volume. Well, that's because you didn't have an your in-car Bluetooth set up at home. Oh, it wasn't the in-car Bluetooth. Viewers, yeah, I've got to tell you. He's got, <laughs> he's got this thing about putting me in the car. And well, You're always fumbling around with And I'm always fumbling around because I've got this Bluetooth thing and it, it says that it's connected to the phone as soon as I put the phone in the car. But when I actually come to answer a call, 
it's never connected, it's always coming out of the phone speaker and not the Bluetooth. So I always have to push the damn button. And so there's always this pregnant pause, Bluetooth working, all I get is a whinge from himself saying, it's all echoey, you're feeding back, I can't hear you man. <laughs> That's it. That's it. When are you going to give up your real job? Uh, I don't know. And just just drive bit. around doing motor racing events like you do. Yeah. <laughs> Cruising the country. Hardy was saying as we pulled up, um, he's traversed the country rather a few times recently and actually thinking about it, you bloody have to, haven't you? Get out the pointy end of Qantas these days. Whoa. Now, speaking of Qantas. Yes. The last time we went to Fogwa, Qantas Club Towettes. Because he has this fetish about Qantas Club Towettes. And he goes, do what? Well, they, they're very good at coffee moppage around his little <laughs> special coffee area that he has reserved, you know, for coffee oh, and. Yeah. And when people go, oh shit, that's hot because he's given them coffee in a uh, stainless steel mug. That's right. <laughs> but, and he didn't have any, so he was extremely appreciative of, of that. But now having been to Singapore singers for the Grand Prix, he will have probably, you know, reckon he stocked up in over, his club. Overweighted, yes. Yeah. On the way back and would have stocked up with a massive towel theft. Right. So we'll we'll be able to update the viewers on does have a fetish about Qantas Qantas bathroom towelettes. Do you think it's just the logo he likes? No, I think it's the fact that they're cheap. <laughs> yeah, they've cost him nothing. <laughs> There's no logo on it, isn't there? Well, what's the point of nicking them if there's no Qantas logo on them? You know, that's, he's the kind of person a coat here. of arms. A coat of arms. <laughs> and you know what Fogwa. Fogwa stands for? <laughs> Fogwa coats. Of a thing. Yes. <laughs> we'll have to find him a suitable, you know, coat of arms. It's going to be an Australian rodent. <laughs> rodent? Yeah. <laughs> what else? What else can be on Fogwell's coat of arms? Well, that be like when I went to school. A wombat? The, no, the, 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 the patron of our yes. school was, yeah. was Rodent T. Cutler. <laughs> what? His name was Rodent Cutler. That's that mainly Rodent. <laughs> Stranger than fiction. Who Always. else was Tiberius? He was a Roman emperor. Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk. T. He was James T. T. Kirk. You were. He was too. Very good. Was. <laughs> boom boom. Now, now on the way into that coffee stop, we got a little bit perplexed, viewers, as we as we approached Taylor Bend from the Adelaide side, because this big servo on the right that's traditionally the truck stop in Taylor Bend used to be a mobile and suddenly now singing all dancing green BP and uh, we were sort of a bit concerned that the place that we actually stopped which is the one on the other side if you're coming in from Melbourne it's the first BP you come to in Taylor Bend right down the other end of the town and um, we were worried that that might not be there anymore since this big BP had opened up where the mobile used. Interesting story about all this is over here in South Australia, since the mobile refinery closed um, 
and a lot of mobile servos went at that point in time and got sold off as Liberties and Farmers Fuel Outlets and all sorts of other rubbish. Um, we've, we've had sort of a minimal number of mobiles left, but they've chugged on. But it came eight months ago that Mobile Exxon decided that it wasn't worth their while staying in South Australia, or even in Australia it may be, I'm not sure, but definitely not in South Australia. And so they sold off all of their remaining servos to the mob that owns the 7-Elevens. Now over here in South Australia that runs all these big BP servos that have got the on-the-run designation and they've nearly all got subways hanging off of them and, all, and coffee shops and all sorts of other rubbish. And it would appear that the 7-Eleven mob has sold Peregrine Corporation all of these mobiles, so they're all going to become BPs now. And they're going to be even more on the runs. Well, they should be more on the Because the Peregrine is actually named after the Peregrine, Peregrine Falcon. Falcon. Yes. You know, the same Falcon that ANZ Bank uses for security. Oh, that's right. <laughs> on the advert. Mm, gnarly. Gnarly Falcon. is a stretch. So... I don't know if you'd call them in avionics. 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 The, the avionics is the mathematics of birds. Yeah, the physics of flying. Yeah. Oh. If you like. So that's, that's interesting. They're diversifying. Like We're diversifying. The viewers are going, what are those two tossers on about? <laughs> now, what were you going to tell us? I was going to tell you that something very interesting has happened in North Carolina because the location of the new billion dollar data centre that Apple's putting together which will be online by the end of the year. Having not been said what it is for, but more than likely cloud-based computing solution yes, for makes uh, sense. all the IAM frameworks and so on like that. And iTunes and, and all the mobile me advice requested my friend friendship on Facebook. Now D-Rail was one of the one of the engineers on Panels Motorsport. That's that right. 2003, and International sent me uh, a, a g'day and say g'day to D-Rail Ross. Oh, well, there you go. So look at that. The old the old team's back together after Petit Le Mans last weekend. We'll come back to Petit. So anyway, yep. so when Apple was to build this build this, this, this centre, which they're ramping up the staff now anyway, they needed to acquire a bit of land. Yep. But there was a couple there that were unhappy to move. Oh, because really? they'd lived there for 34 years. They right. needed Apple. Um, they wanted to buy the land owned by Donnie and Kathy Fulbright so they could put a data centre up there. Now, the, the place was valued at $181,700. US. US. But the Fulbright said, look, we, we don't want to move. They'd right. spurn an offer and then a second and finally they agreed for a one, $1.7 million. $1.7 million. <laughs> The county records show that they've left their single-storey house on less than a one-acre block, which they purchased for $6,000, and have gone oh, on wow. to purchase a 7,200-square-foot 7200 house on a 49-acre property. <laughs> next door to... It's not next door to Steve Barber. Come on, you're having me on with that. Place. I am not having you on. Oh, man. So there, finally, someone got a good deal. Someone's got a good. Well, Apple didn't, obviously. Yeah, but they will have to sell a few more iApps now to make up for that. There'd been some, there'd been some spewing at, at the Jobs Towers, wouldn't there? Well, there'd have to be, wouldn't there? Oh, it'd be just going, just trying to look the bolt back there. 
Uh, do you think that that data centre is in Tornado Alley? North Carolina? Oh, nah, it's, they wouldn't be silly enough to build it there, surely. There's lots of NASCAR tracks around. True. Anyway, that's a little bit of an interesting snippet. It is. Of schnippery. Schnippy schnipper. Well. What a great result. For who? For Highcroft. Well, what? For International Pauly and Duncan Dayton and the boys, and Brabs particularly, to get in two years in a row. Of LMP2. Yes. But last year, won the championship. Yes. But that was in an LMP1 car. This year they're back in an LMP2 car. That's right. And they've no, been... they've won the LMP2. Well, yes, true. They didn't win the championship, did they? They didn't win the outright championship. Well, I thought they did. No. They'd have heard more rubbish from Paul about it. Well, I, I don't know, because like the there weren't hardly any LMP1 cars running this year. Let's have a look. Names like Audi and um, Peugeot were only running two races out of the whole year. So I thought they'd accrued enough points to uh, win the thing outright. Well, let me have a look at this. Hang on. Hang on. Oh, a bit of research happening, viewers. Yeah, um, I think it was a balaclava issue. A balaclava issue? Yes. What, not Murph in the toilet again? No, it wasn't Murph. Uh, 
I saw this. This is the American yeah. component. Uh, we need. <laughs> well, can you wave that around a bit more? <laughs> like it's going to do something. Uh, I've got a bit of steak caught on my teeth. Uh, we better have another rest then. <laughs> You'd be spitting all over the inside of the windscreen. <laughs> and snorting. Scampy tails, JP, the other day, we had on the barbecue. Or yeah, rather, yeah. the teppanyaki. And I wasn't telling the viewers, I was telling you. Are you sure that we didn't tell the viewers that earlier? Well, viewers. I think you did. They were really good. You're getting an ancient replay. Yeah, we get Scampy tails. Very, very quickly. Get someone else to peel them because they're really sharp. Right. Hurt your fingers and straight back in behind the gun. That could be on account of this car coming the other way. Bit of silence. Definitely. Bit of road noise. It's the right viewers, do not adjust your set. Thank you. 